Brian, I know you don't have a podcast. The Route 16 Grind, Episode 1. Woo! The Route 16 Grind is sponsored by Sea State Coffee, Warren Industries, Tuffy Security Products, and Route 16 Off Road. Welcome to the Route 16 Grind, the podcast for outdoor adventurers. Each week, we bring you information related to off-road and outdoor activities. If you wheel, hunt, fish, overland, or are an all-around adventurer, this podcast is for you. Each week, we pour a cup of sea steak coffee and talk about informative topics, the gear, and the training that can help you have a successful outdoor adventure. We have amazing contributors and some great conversation. So, grab your cup and enjoy the show. Here are your hosts, Brian and Chuck. Yeah, so I'm really, really happy about doing this. I'm really excited about doing it. And uh, yeah, man, we're here. And gosh, it's kind of crazy. little quick background. You know, Chuck and I actually met out at Iwari at one of the events out there. And he was working with Backcountry Hunters uh, and Anglers Association. And we started talking. And I'm just getting back into hunting. I started sharing that story with him. And, uh, yeah, man, went on a turkey hunt, you know, didn't see much other than a little bit of that, maybe a faint gobble, but that was okay. We had a really great time and I'm really glad that we're here right now. For sure, man. You've, uh, you've put in the work. This is pretty exciting. Yeah. So I definitely have to appreciate the fact that we, yeah, we got some good sponsors, man. Sea State Coffee, you know, this stuff's pretty good. Having a cup right now, the morning brew, got to give a shout out to yes. them. Yes, and, sir. Really appreciate Warren and Tuffy jumping in to help us get rolling. But, uh, yeah, so everything else is uh, doing good. You know, get on, go on any hunts lately? Uh, weekend warrior stuff. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah. I went Saw out all five deer Sunday night. Yeah. I went out a couple times. Uh, I, I saw, I saw one when I was leaving. So it wasn't, you know, the blind, good portion of the afternoon. Actually got there in the morning, didn't see anything, so I broke up my mid afternoon, went fishing, and then uh, got in a blind, nothing. I'm like, ah, I'm just going to take off, and it's right around that five o'clock ish. And as soon as I started getting in my jeep, there's this doe right there. I was like, dang man. So, but it's all right. There'll be another one. How it goes? There'll be another one out there. But yeah, hey, so let's uh, let's go ahead and tell everybody what we got going on the show. So on this week's episode of the Route 16 Grind, this week's outdoor update, Chuck's going to share a story of a Missouri man and who was banned from hunting after taking a deer in Nebraska. And the rock, mud, and dirt, I'm going to share with you and talk about some of our two sponsors, Warren and Tuffy Security Products, and have a red carpet shout-out to the Route 16 supporters over the years. In the Cup of Joe segment, you'll learn more about what is to come and some of the details about our amazing contributors and so much more. 
The Red Warren Badge says you're equipped to handle anything, ready to conquer any challenge that may come your way. That badge has stood for off-road excellence for more than 70 years. During that time, we haven't stopped innovating or striving for perfection. Be ready. Be prepared. Go Warren. The Outdoor Update is brought to you by Tuffy Security Products. Having your vehicle broken into is not a laughing matter. Trust Tuffy Security Products to stop opportunistic thieves. Tuffy is the industry leader in automotive security and provides peace of mind when you walk away from your rig. Durable and easy to install. Tuffy Security Products has adventure-ready consoles, drawers, and lockboxes available for you to organize your rig and secure your gear. Visit TuffyProducts.com and use special offer code GRIND to save 10% on your order. Remember to lock it up. Welcome to the Outdoor Update. Welcome to our first episode. Before I jump in anything, I want to give you a quick rundown of what you can expect. This is going to be a weekly segment. This segment, we're going to be going over a broad range of topics from general outdoors to hunting and fishing. I consider myself an outdoor generalist, so... I want to make sure that all these topics cover that. Some of the topics are going to range from recent newsworthy events in the outdoor world, conservation updates, hunting and fishing reports, and upcoming events that we think you guys should be checking out in the area. The goal is just to provide you with a brief rundown of some of the most recent goings-on in the outdoor world, keep you a little bit more informed. And even though this is the first episode, I want to I want to jump right into right into the weeds uh, about a topic that'll kind of give you a, a little bit of my background and let you know how I feel as a hunter towards a certain issue, and that is pressures I think a lot of new hunters will see from the industry in general, and the industry being the the hunting industry. I grew up watching a very popular DVD collection called Monster Bucks, and I, I still love mature whitetail. I love chasing deer with big antlers, but I feel that the fetish with antlers has led a lot of people, especially new hunters, to be self-conscious about their outdoor pursuits. And the reason I think that is because I, I feel like people see TV shows, they see magazines, and they see these big deer, and they think they're a failure because they're not accomplishing this. And that pressure starts to weigh on people. And I knew watching these shows that these deer were coming off of heavily managed properties. I was fully aware that these deer were coming from places that were being managed to the extent for food. And these deer were letting, being let walk so they could age and mature. And they were coming from areas where genetics were phenomenal. Then on the other hand, there's a lot of pressure for these people to kill big deer, which can lead them to do illegal things. An example of that is recently a Missouri hunter was caught poaching. He's a, he's a big time hunter. He's been on TV. He crossed in the Nebraska lines, uh, violated some laws. He was ended up, he was fined $50,000. Uh, well, actually he was fined $25,000 and then in order to pay another $25,000 in restitution. And this became a federal case because he violated the Lacey Act. And essentially what the Lacey Act does, it is allows the federal government to go after people that violate wildlife laws once they start crossing state lines. And that's exactly what this gentleman did. Uh, along with his fines, he was able, he was also put on five years probation and he's no longer able to hunt for five years during this probation period. Personally, I think it should be longer, primarily because this gentleman is making money off the outdoors. 
but I think this is a, a great example of how the pressures of killing big deer can force folks to do things that they probably wouldn't normally do. But when, when this is how you're paying the bills or this is how you're measuring yourself up to people, then there comes a point in time where some folks will just do it by any means necessary. So I think if you're new to hunting or if you're a lifelong hunter who thinks that harvesting the biggest buck in the woods is what's expected of you, it's not. And it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It's not easy to do to begin with. So you shouldn't put that type of pressure on yourself to go out and try to do it every single time. I've, I've killed a whole lot more very small deer and does than I have big deer. And my goal is, number one, is to have enough deer meat to get me through the year. If you want to go out and you want to target big bucks exclusively, that's great. Hammer down. But I don't want you to think that that's a requirement of you to do, especially if you're new in hunting. I think the most important thing is to get out and, and enjoy yourself and to do it honestly. At the end of the day, you got to sleep at night. So you need to be the one that's that's doing it right. And you need to do the right thing when nobody's watching. That's that's ethics as defined, I believe, by uh, Aldo Leopold. It, it's when nobody's there, you just need to do the right thing. And and don't let the pressures of the outside world, what everybody else is telling you, to uh, step in and allow you to to impact yourself negatively, potentially in the future, if this was ever to come out or you were to get caught, then you lose what you're getting into. That's just something I think that as a, as a responsible hunter, you need to go out and you need to just do things as ethically as possible. And like I said, enjoy yourself. Now sticking with whitetail, it's November and it is that magical time of the year. For those of you that are unaware a deer's mating season or rut is at its peak across much of the country during this time. Daylight activity is at its peak. To a deer hunter, this is the equivalent of Christmas Day to a 10-year-old. Now's the time everybody needs to be in the woods, whether you're a novice or a seasoned vet. Go out, pursue deer, be successful, put some food on the table, put a, a memory up on the wall or on the coffee table of your hunt. And I tell you what, we'd like to feature your successes. So if you want to shoot us over some pics and a brief story and we'll try to feature you on an episode or maybe on one of our social media accounts, you can find all of our contact info at route16.com forward slash contact. That's R O O T O N E S I X.com forward slash contact. Man. Yeah. That's a tough one. Uh, yeah. I don't see any, uh, deer or whitetail, of rack that's worth fifty thousand dollars to me and let alone losing the opportunity and privilege to hunt that's that's a very poor decision right there i just started getting into the uh, qdma the quality deer management association here out in my local area and in north carolina definitely learned a lot there's just so much that i'm kind of learning i was never really exposed to unfortunately even uh as a young hunter but then again it's been a huge gap for me uh, when I went to the Marine Corps years ago, it just wasn't something that I did. And then I've been out, I've been retired for almost 10 years now. You know, I'm getting right back into it and I'm really diving in. And yeah, that's just, that's a very poor decision right there. And I've met some really good hunters and great mentors. And yeah, that's a great story to share right there. But right on the, the nail right on the head with the time of, time of year there, Chuck. 
You know, I'm taking my son out to uh, next weekend. Is it next weekend? A couple of weeks. The 23rd. 23rd of November. Take him out to uh, a place of uh, Mortalis Outdoor Adventure. And we're going to be hunting some whitetail, maybe some pig, possibly even some coyote. So definitely get him exposed to that. But I really appreciate you sharing that, Chuck. For sure, man. And you got to look at it like this, too. I'm not really trying to take up for the guy by any means. Um, I don't condone what he did, but $50,000, yes, a lot of money, especially if you're just going out and hunting. But that guy is trying to make a million dollars off of the risk of that $50,000. So he's taking the gamble. And that's just the pressure that comes along with it. Um, whether, and it, 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 like I said, it's totally immaterial whether you're making money off of it or whether you're just trying to post pictures off of Instagram. Uh, I want everybody to shoot big bucks. I would, I would prefer people shoot the most mature animal they can. But at the end of the day, you just got to shoot what makes you happy. Uh, you can't let outside influences impact you like that. Because then it, it gives, it gives hunters a bad name as hunters. We are, we're realistically, it's not a privilege. I mean, it's, it's not a right. It is a privilege. And we're basically only granted that privilege because we are in a good light in, in terms of public perception. So we need to make sure that we're doing the right thing to that we continue to be able to enjoy our outdoor pursuits just like everybody else. And if this right here is the story that's constantly in the news, that there's a big chance that, that can negatively impact that down the road where my kids won't get to hunt because enough chuckleheads went out and broke the law and made that that stereotype of a beer drinking redneck ring true. So, and that's why it bothers me. Yeah, I see. I just I try for another podcast, but yeah, just the whole you know, right privilege discussion. That's a great topic to talk about with a group of hunters. Um, for sure. and, and I think the big problem is, um, cause for me, you know, I hate the fact that it's so much regulated. I'm getting, I'm going to go hunting in Virginia in December and I already, you know, call them up, do tags. I couldn't believe how much it costs. Uh, just cause you get a, you have to pay for the deer or for the hunting license. Then you got to pay for all the tags and you know, there's, it all adds up. And if you were hunting every year and I'm fortunate, uh, for my military service, I get a little bit of a break. If you don't have any special benefits, it is a costly thing, especially is one of those things that you need to do to put food on your table. And I think in a modern society, people don't really think about that because, oh, I'll just go to the supermarket. Well, not everyone uh, has the opportunity or everyone is fortunate enough to be able to every week put you know food in the fridge if they don't go out and hunt. Uh, America's pretty diverse still, and there's a lot of hunters out there that this is the the way they put food in the fridge. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's my number one goal. If, if the wrong deer walks out at the wrong time and the freezer's looking a little slack, uh, I do what needs to be done. Nikki G, and uh, you might recognize me from my work on the Jeep Talk Show and my many appearances on the 6 o'clock news. I just want to say congratulations to you guys on your podcast. I'll be tuning in each episode. I would like to give you some, I would like to give you guys some advice on uh, podcasting since I'm such a veteran. Play your content. Keep the conversation light and flowing. And never, ever, ever drink your chemistry set. All right, guys, back to you. Nikki G out. So, yeah, that was uh, Nikki G. I talked to him a few weeks ago saying, hey, we're getting ready to start a podcast. He's like, oh, really? 
I said, yeah, we're going to have a hotline if you ever want to call in. Lo and behold, who's the first person to call in? Nikki G. So I know Nikki G from out in Uwari. Uh, we wheeled together a few times. And he's every week he calls in the Jeep Talk Show and provides just the uh, worst joke every week. Uh, he's a joy to wheel with. He's a great person. And uh, I know he's got uh, his social media out there, and I need to find it. And I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, he definitely probably could have some get some followers and, and whatnot, but really good guy. Nikki G., I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Nikki G., I don't know you, but I appreciate the love. Want to be on the show? Maybe share with us some interesting hunting, fishing, overland, wheeling, or adventuring news? Then give us a call at Route 16 Grind Hotline at 919-694-3356 and maybe you'll be on our next show just like old Nikki G. In the Rock, Mud and Dirt is brought to you by Warren Industries. At Warren, we pour our effort and our thirst for adventure into every product we make. You better believe American pride runs deep here in Clackamas, Oregon. Here, a small army of engineers, technicians, machinists, and assemblers design and refine worn products, bringing them as close to perfection as possible. Their work is backed up by legendary quality control that doesn't just stand up to rigid worn standards. It lives up to the toughest demands of the world's top vehicle manufacturers and military suppliers. How do we know? Because they've partnered with Warren for decades. This quest for peerless reliability, this worn difference will be around as long as Warren Industries is in business. At least another 70 years. Go prepared. Go Warren. All right. Welcome to the Dirt, Rock, and Mug segment of the Route 16 Grind. This segment where we share with you some great information about off-road brands, products, people, and events. Now, since this is the first one, let me provide you this disclaimer. I plan on saying thanks to a lot of folks at the end of this segment. At that point, don't fast forward. These people and brands are the ones who have helped us get to a point where Route 16 can create a very special and unique podcast. We didn't do it without support. So make sure you keep it on play and maybe provide these great folks, clubs, organization, and brands some support as well. One of the things I want to definitely bring out, you know, when we talk about brands and, you know, when I started Route 16, I got like some small deals here and there, get some products. I wasn't really unique in any way. And then I got my two first like big brands, and Warner Tuffy were those two first uh, brands that I partnered with. They believed in the direction I wanted to go. They definitely wanted to uh, add the exposure out in the areas we're looking to go to, and we put a lot of work with events. And uh, you know, like we joined up with the Top Sail Island event, the Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam, the Outer Banks uh, event. Just met a lot of amazing people, and I definitely got to tell you. Uh, those are two top-notch brands. I mean, Warren is pretty much the the uh, center stone for when it comes to off-road. They're everywhere, but it doesn't matter how big you are. If you're in pursuit of definitely getting in the off-road business or you're you're doing something in the industry or you're doing something with a club, you know, Warren is a great brand to attach yourself with and as well as Tuffy. You definitely got to do the work. I can tell you that. It wasn't something that I went to them and they just gave me everything off the bat. With Warren, I, I definitely put the work in for about three years and then they started getting a little bit more involved in some other areas I wanted to go and this podcast is one of them. So a big shout out with them and I really appreciate the support and it's been going on three years and I hope it continues for another 10, 20, 30 or whatever. Now, one thing I want to talk about with Warren specifically, as far as their products, is their new products, the Sidewinder and the Hyperlinks. So 
I put a pool in my backyard, no Snickers, and I had to take down a lot of trees. So I was out there with a chainsaw. I did get a guy to come out there and take the real big timbers, but there's a lot of other ones that were out there that we didn't take really all of them out. And I had to go out there with my winch and my chainsaw. I used all the, equi- the worn equipment, the recovery gear, everything, all the epic gear, the snatch blocks, the, side, the sidewinder, and the hyperlink. And I got to tell you, they all performed. They performed extremely well. Uh, the only thing I used outside of a worn products with that, it was a, a soft shackle. And you know what? I have to put it in the show notes. It's, it's, I, I'm not sure what brand it was. I got to research it. But as a local guy out here in North Carolina, and probably next show, I'll give him a shout out for sure. But those things were awesome, and they were extremely affordable. A lot of times, you got to kind of put your eye up and, and wonder, hey, is this thing going to spec? But there's a lot of people out in my area that have small businesses, you know, a lot of vets and stuff. And I definitely want to support that. And I was very impressed with his product as well. But yeah, Warren performed everything. You know, the uh, Xeon 10S, I mean, that's an amazing winch. I'm so appreciative to have that winch. My last winch was a was a Warren. It was one of those VR 8000s. And can you believe it? I had a, I have a JKU and I was running a 8,000-pound winch. And that's really, you should have at least a 9,500, you know, 10K. I was running that. But I ran that one for about six years before I put the Xeon on. And, you know, Warren products, I love them. They're great and very fortunate to be a partner with them. If you're looking for a winch, go Warren. Don't sell yourself down the cheap route. These things, the, the warranty and the toughness you have. You go look at some of these SEMA shows, and I'm not looking at one of the pretty vehicles, but one of the ones that have been out there. I mean, some of those winches are old, and they're still performing to this day. As far as next week, I plan to talk about the very popular Tuffy Security Products JK, JKU tail, tailgate lockbox. That thing is pretty sweet. If you're on the Route 16 Instagram, you probably saw the install of that. It's a pretty sweet piece of gear. Very durable, easy install. Um, I think, gosh, I don't know, it took me, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I don't even remember. But it was pretty quick. And the only reason it took that long is because I dropped all the screws and I had to find them. But, yeah, definitely check out that next week. The last thing I definitely want to do with the uh, this segment is there there would not be no Route 16 grind without all the special people and groups who have supported Route 16 Off-Road the past three years. Now, there are just too many individuals to thank, but there are a few clubs, organizations, and brands I want to give a special thanks to. Thanks to Chris at Brother Recon, Pep at Marine Reconnaissance Foundation, Mike at True Patriot, and Patriot Therapy. Gina and the crew at Good Ugly Customs, Robin at Uwari OHV Fam, Sam and the Nightcrawler 4x4 Club, Brian Draper and Carolina Trail Off-Road, the crew at the Carolina Jeepsters, all the pirates at Gone Coastal Jeep Club and the Outer Banks Jeep Jam, the ladies at Crawl Her, Be Fun and the crew at UC Jeeple, Zombie Crawlers, SC Jeep Addicts, Carolina Trailblazers, Four Wheel Drive Club, Infidel Jeepers, John at Northeast Off-Road Adventures, Kay Yao at from Top Sail Island Jeep Week, the crew at Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam, Karen at Virginia Beach Jeep Fest, Susan at Women's Wheeling Day in Roush Creek, and to all the brothers from the Recon Challenge. I'm sure I'm missing a club or an event, but along with our podcast sponsors, Seasate Coffee, Warren, Tuffy Security Products, I want to give a huge thank you to some other special brands who have been great sponsors and partners over the years. Thanks to General Tire, KC Highlights, Atlas 46, Factor 55, Power Tank, Counter Off-Road, JT Brooks, Lube Locker, Traction Jack, Fire, 
Rugged Ridge, Terror Flex, Best Top, High Lift, Grab Bars, S-Pod, Mad Viking Beard Company, and man, so many more. And a huge, huge thank you to Tony, Josh, and Tammy of the Jeep Talk Show. They have provided a tremendous amount of support over the years. And thanks for Tony for giving us the motivation to make a podcast reality. And a very special shout out to Scott Fields, a man who is, no, who is well known and respected throughout the off-road community. Scott helped promote Route 16 Off-Road and put us on the map with the help of the Uwari OHV Jamboree. Rest in peace, Scott. You are missed, but on know on every trail, your presence is felt. Last and not least, the Route 16 crew, Frank the Tank, G-Mags, Fireman Frank, Dalton, Byron, and my fellow podcast host, Slash Hunter, Slash Fisherman Chuck, and the entire Route 16 Off-Road brand ambassador team. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Man, you've definitely had a heck of a supporting cast around you along the way. Um, and speaking of other shows, I think we should definitely go into detail on a future show about Route 16. And your yeah. story is pretty impressive and how you've built it up. You're, you're a grinder. You, uh, you really, you've impressed the heck out of me in building this podcast. And with the phone calls and the emails and the constant leads and stuff, man, you're killing it. Yeah, I'm just very fortunate. Um, I, I I tell you what, the things I don't know, I try to learn. And if you're willing to show me, I'm willing to learn. And that's what I have gathered between the time and the concept that I, I started at Route 16 in 2016. It literally, the idea came when I was sitting in some crappy country, uh, you know, working a, a previous job. Uh, post my military career. And I was like, I just needed a change. And, and definitely that's something I, I definitely want to talk about that story uh, a little bit and in a future podcast. But I just am so fortunate that people at so many large, I mean, those are some big brands. I'm a little tiny guy and I'm just so appreciative that they believed in us. And I've had some great volunteers, uh, your brand ambassador team. I mean, Frank the Tanks Bimmy with was was pretty much the first guy to jump on board. Brian and the Caroline Trails off road team were amazing. Brian helped out with the brand for a long time. Um, you know, G Mags, I mean, that girl, man, she she definitely is committed to pushing out the message, helping out wherever she can help out. Very appreciative of that. And you know, people just people just want to help you because uh, they they see something in you, like uh, Jeannie and the crew at Get, Get Ugly Customs and Robin at uh, Uwari OHV Fam. You know, just amazing people that you know will always be there for you if you got an event, whatever. They're going to help you. You just have some special people that have really helped out, and I'm very grateful for it. Have an idea or maybe you want to contribute to one of our segments? Then go to route16.com forward slash contact and let us know your idea. That's R-O-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X.com forward slash contact. Imagine walking back to your vehicle in the parking lot and seeing glass on the ground with your door wide open. Your stomach drops and your world is turned upside down. Don't become a victim of opportunistic thieves. Be proactive and install a toughie. Since 1989... 
Tuffy Security Products has been the key to locking it up. Tuffy has adventure-ready consoles, drawers, and lockboxes available for your rig. With universal and vehicle-specific options, has something for what you drive. Organize your rig and secure your gear by visiting TuffyProducts.com today. And special offer code GRIND to save 10% on your order. That's G-R-I-N-D in the special offer code box when you go to checkout at TuffyProducts.com. The Cup of Joe segment is brought to you by C-State Coffee. Have you ever actually drank good coffee? Stop wasting your money on old, stale coffee from the store and make the switch to C-State Coffee. C-State Coffee is a United States Marine Corps veteran-owned and operated roastery selling premium coffee that's roasted on order and delivered fresh to you. Order your coffee today at www.cstakecoffee.com. Just let you guys know... We have a lot more in store for you. There's some definitely some contributors we're looking at. We're going to have an in-the-field portion. We're going to have an on-target portion. And as far as the on-target portion, that's going to entail people like in the firearms industry, people in the destruction who are going to contribute with like, you know, three, four, five segments. And then we're going to have them a guest on the show. Some of those are, you know, triada training um, I know this. I know personally the three people I'm going to talk about uh, that are initially going to come on a triad training and VX marksmanship and Riker instructor one himself is actually going to be on here and provide us little tidbits as well. And we're going to get those contributions in there, kind of help us. You know, what can we do to improve from you know our mindset, from you know how we shoot, you know what type of gear we need to look at. All sorts of things. And then we're going to expand that out to manufacturers, suppliers, ranges, whatever. And if you fit in that category, feel free to contact us. Uh, we definitely want to hear from you. All you got to do is uh, go to route16.com forward slash contact and just send us uh, a message saying, hey, I'm definitely interested in that. You know, Chuck, uh, we covered definitely a, a lot of ground, but I'm looking forward to covering much more. For sure. Uh, to elaborate on the in the field segment just a little bit, that's where we're going to have some folks online that have actually been out and about doing a little bit of hunting, sharing their stories, sharing their successes, sharing their failures. And we hope it just provides a little bit of inspiration to some folks to get out and to do their own thing. I think there's a whole world out there, whether, whether you hunt or just backpack, just want to get out and adventure that a lot of folks aren't aware of. And that's something that I know me personally, I would really like to see more folks doing it and getting out and appreciating everything that we have. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm glad you mentioned that. That's one of the biggest motivations, you know, something Chuck and I uh, talked about was, you know, taking advantage of all this outdoor, uh, you know, activities that are out there, you know, from hunting, fishing. It's not a hard thing to do, but also we're going to look at a segment called Get Adventuring. You know, we're talking about going on hikes and FMC Overland, he's a, a great guy and he's going to be covering some things from overlanding. That's a, you know, I look at it this way. When when I was in the Marine Corps, when I had a white, you know, Jeep Cherokee, an XJ, I was overland before they call it overland. I was going out in the middle of the desert, driving cross country, taking 30 days, going out and seeing all these things. But there was no social media, any of that. You just kind of did it. But now you have all these individuals who are sharing those stories, and, and they're very inspiring. And uh, that's something definitely we want to get out there and looking forward for FNC Overland to provide contribution to. He's actually in Puerto Rico working really, 
Yeah, that's kind of a tough life right there. Lucky. But uh, <laughs> looking forward to getting him back. And, you know, more importantly, we're, we're really excited to hear your stories. We cannot share that enough. Uh, Chuck mentioned it, I mentioned it, and like, please share us your stories. If it, you fit in any of this stuff or you have an idea, something that you you think that, you know, people would like to hear about, let us know. Um, do not mind doing some of the research and stuff. Uh, if you could point us in the right direction. But, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast is kind of like get people off the couch and go outside and play. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, you blink and life is gone. So get out there and make sure to live it. Would you say you've been over Landon since before it was a hashtag? Oh, my gosh. Totally was. <laughs> I, it's so funny when it kind of like, what's this overlanding thing? It was so funny uh, because I used to, when I traveled, and many people, I'm not saying like, you know, I was the inventor. Of this, that's not my disclaimer. I know many, I know many military members have done this. You just didn't pay for hotels, and so you would go camp and stuff. I could tell you, Chuck, you know, it was one of my one of the trips I loved so much. Um, I took literally 30 days across the United States from California, and I was checking into an organization in Virginia Beach. And I took, I went and saw, I was like the first person in Grand Canyon National Park, and I saw the sun rise. I had 10 minutes right there with the Grand Canyon before these tourist buses showed up and stuff. It was amazing. Um, just, you know, if you haven't been there, you definitely need to go there and digest that. It is so, so beautiful. And, uh, it's just, yeah, there's, there's so many things. And then I went out to Meteor Rock, you know, the Meteor Crater and went and experienced that, drove down Route 66. I mean, I went up through the, you know, Midwest. I went out, I went out to Graceland. Hey, I'm an Elvis fan. Don't knock me. Went out, did my pilgrimage to Graceland, said hi to the king and, and all that. But also, you know, just driving through the Great Smoky Mountains, you know, I, I did all that. Um, and even overseas, uh, when I was overseas on embassy duty, I served as a Marine security guard uh, for a few years. Uh, I went to United Arab Emirates in the 90s, and a buddy of mine was stationed there. And we drove down to Oman, parked a vehicle, and we just took a hike, literally. And we found a, a waterfall in a canyon out there just off a whim, just exploring. And it was amazing, just an amazing opportunity. And you're not going to get these memories. You're not going to get these opportunities if you just don't go out there and do it. Um, we don't become better by the easy stuff. We become better by doing hard stuff and challenging ourselves. And, you know, hopefully anything you pick up from this show, it will sit there and say, you know what, I want to do that. That's, that's one of the things I enjoyed about the off-road community. Uh, it's very self-supporting. Um, you do have a couple of people and you have that, you know, naysayers and, you know, just lack of a better term, jerks out there. But the bulk of the communities that are out there, you have people that want to help. And on top of it, you have people who normally would not connect. So I wheel with people that probably I don't have the same politics with, but we get along amazingly. We focus on the things we have in common, not the things we don't have in common. And the biggest thing is we establish communication. And I love that part. And when you get away from that day, you probably learn something. And that's what stuff like this does. It brings people together. It doesn't separate them. So go out and explore, challenge yourself. And if we can help, just hit us up. Want to support the show? How about becoming a Route 16 Grind Patreon today for as little as a buck a month?
It's not just a contribution, but an investment that goes directly to the show. Help this podcast to expand and grow, and there are benefits for each level that range from a shout-out during the show, connecting with us directly on Discord, receiving swag, to being listed as a show producer with bonus benefits. We also accept Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Check out the show notes for the links to our Patreon page and our cryptocurrency wallet. Well, hey, that's it for the show this week. Definitely come back next week. We have a lot more in store for you. Um, you got to come back. If you have anything that you feel that you want to contribute or, hey, you know what? Better yet, why don't you leave us a five-star rating and a review at any place that you hear the Route 1-6 grind. So any the you know Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, wherever. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us out. And we definitely want to grow the podcast. Share us an honest review. So if there are things you've got to work on, I know it wasn't perfect, let us know. If there are things that you like, let us know. We're definitely making this show for you, not just for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Route 16 Grind. We want to thank our amazing sponsors, Warren Industries, Tuffy Security Products, C-State Coffee, and Route 16 Off-Road for their support. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and more. Just look for Route 16. That's R-O-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X. Or just go to Route16.com. Until next week, plan smart, be safe, and as always, be prepared. Happy birthday, Marine Corps.